Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Mark. So my guest today, she used to work as a press aide for this guy. You may have heard of him, former California governor. He did something else, too. His name's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You may have heard of him. Anyway, but now she's doing something super important and a message you need to hear today. Her name is Molly DeFranca. She is the author of Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. And today she's going to help us with the dreaded screen time we all deal with. Molly, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Joe. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, we'll get into that in a second, but I got, I got to hear this. So do you have any memorable uh, stories or anything from your time with Governor Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, funny story. My husband worked for him too, and he interned in his, in his private office. And the day that my husband proposed to me, he was interning and actually the governor knew that he was going to propose before I did. And we got married and we were like, he was 20 and I was 22. And so the governor just looked at him and he's like, how old are you? <laughs> you can't even drink at your wedding. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was a great experience. I loved working for him. That's super cool. So what's your, uh, what's your favorite movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, dang. That's a tough one. Um, there are so many good ones. You know, I don't know. Total Recall was sort of a fixture of my childhood. I don't know. 80s, 90s kid. I think it used to replay all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic, right? I mean, he's got so many good ones. That's stuff to, tough yeah. to talk from right there. Yeah. So, all right, let, let's get into the good stuff then. So how did it get to the point in your life you decided well, we got to do something about these electronics? Oh, yeah. Well, like most of most of the parents I know and most of the parents I help who had their kids in like the 2010s. My oldest was born in 2009. Um we really relied on this technology early on. The iPad was invented in 2011, and it seemed like a really great solution to all of our parenting problems. You know, you need a minute, you got to take a phone call, you got to get your stuff in around the house, you got to work, you hand over the device. And, and it's not really, you know, this was marketed to parents like a great solution. And not only does it occupy your kids, but it also helps them become future rocket scientists. So we bought into this. I bought into it. And meanwhile, what I didn't appreciate at the time, what most parents didn't, is that the strictest parents when it come to, comes to screen time are the people who invent this technology because they know what it does. So bought in early and off into this thing. And over time, I started getting these nudges like something isn't right. My kids are turning into screen zombies. They are falling apart when the, the timer dings. They can't transition from one activity to the next if there's a screen involved. And it wasn't until one day I came home from, I was running errands and my kids were home with a babysitter. And one of my kids greeted me at the door, not with hi mommy, but with, can I play on your phone? Oh, wow. And I'm like, dude, ew, <laughs> right? Like, no, thank you. What happened to hi mommy? I love you. Where's my hug? And so that was it for me. That was the last straw. And I told my husband, I'm like, I called him at work. I'm like, dude, we are done. I think we need to take all of it away. I'm sick of this, just adjusting every day, minutes, you know, and we tracked screen time. That was the frustrating thing. Like one to two hours a day. I thought we were responsible. We were following the American pediatric guidelines, but we were still seeing these effects. And it wasn't until we took all of it away that we saw, it was like flipping a switch. The kids were happier. They were in better moods. They got along better. Um, and it, I, I couldn't believe the the change that we saw in our kids. And, and now to be, to be clear, um, just because the fix is simple, like this two week detox will get you from stuck to free, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. Um, a lot of families find that there are some hiccups and, and the hardest part of the whole thing is breaking the news to your kids. So, you know, when I told my kids, my, they fell apart, they cried 
and they were so sad. And I was stressed out like, oh no, now does this mean we're gonna have two weeks of these screen tantrums that, that I was, that now I'm trying to get rid of, but it wasn't like that at all. And all of the families who have come and reported back to me after reading the book and trying out my methods, they've reported back to me that it blew their, their minds. They got their kids back. They were so thrilled with their results. So I love sharing this help with parents. It's very simple. It's very practical. It's completely doable for parents and families. Um, I think one of the biggest objections or fears from parents is, well, that's how I have my breaks. And moms need breaks, to be clear. Like, I am not in favor of burning yourself out. But this was the shocker. We actually got more parenting breaks after our detox than we did when screen time, interactive screen time was a regular part of our days. Um, and it's, that's the wild thing that happens is because you, during your detox, during this two week period, your kids are learning new hobbies, new habits, new skills that will serve them later. So it's completely worth it. There's almost no drawbacks. It doesn't cost a dime. And I broke down all of the methods in this book. What I did was I took what we did. I kind of stumbled through this detox thing, making it up as I went. And then I started helping other parents. I kept what worked. I threw out what didn't. And then I researched, I read stacks of books and I put just enough science and data in the book, baked it in there so that parents know that what you're doing is right. It's good. There's research to support it. But practically speaking, no one wants to read through all these volumes. They just want to know, what do I do when my kid's flipping out? Tell right. me what to do. So that's what I did. <laughs> Perfect. And just to put it in perspective, how many kids do you have in their ages? I have six kids. There you they go. Are ages. Are, this isn't yeah. just one kid you're taking an iPad from. This is an army of kids. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got six kids ages five to 12. My oldest just started junior high, but also we have experience parenting older kids. We've had teenagers, we're foster parents, and we've had teenage girls come in and out of our home. I know that's a totally different ball game. Um, so there are two main changes. The book is really geared towards parents of up to like 13 year olds, but the principles can be applied to anybody. Um, there are two main changes I recommend for older kids, parents of older kids. And it's simply that I recommend parents get um, a little skin in the game. If you're detoxing your kids for two weeks, choose an aspect of your own digital media use and detox alongside them. That's really important for those older kids. And number two, rather than like imposing this on your kids, which you can do with younger kids, you know, when you tell a younger kid, it's 7.30, time to go to bed. You don't also put yourself to bed at 7.30. Like you're the grown up, they're the kid. But when our kids are older and they're those like tween and teen years, it, it looks different. So that's why you got to buy in. Also, the tone changes with our older kids. So you want to make it like, hey, I want to ask you some questions. Have you noticed that your friends, have you ever been with your friends, but you don't really feel like you're with them because they're ignoring you. They're on their screen. How does that feel? Have I made you feel like that? Oh man, I want to own that. I'm so sorry. And like, let's get, let's get this right. Kids, anxiety rates, depression rates are through the roof. And at the same time, kids screen, screen use, um, digital entertainment has doubled since the pandemic started. It didn't go back down. So we want to get a handle on this thing for you guys. Um, yeah, I recommend just like a beckoning tone for your older kids. Cool. So let me ask you this. Did, did you need the detox with your electronics as well? So I did not, my husband, and I did not detox with our kids when we, when we did this for them. My oldest was 10 at the time. Um, again, but I do recommend if your kids are a little older, you need to at least grab part of it, but this is a good conversation for those older kids to explain to them, look, all technology isn't bad. Like we, we really enjoy it as even digital entertainment in our home. We love digital entertainment. Uh, my dad actually was a writer and producer of television shows. That's, you know, his line of work 
fed me, that put food on the table, sent me to college. So we, I have, we have a high value on quality digital entertainment in our home. So the issue isn't eliminating all of it forever. It's just putting it in its right place. Um, I will say that by the time that I was writing the book, I realized I'm going to need to detox myself. I'm going to have to do it. And I did. And so the last chapter is if you do want to partake in this with your kids, or you just want to do it yourself, here's what that looked like for me. I grabbed some friends. We kind of shared notes. A lot of adults I find have to modify their detoxes because technology is such an integral part of our lives. We use it for work. Um, even a lot of parents I talk with photographers or small business owners, they leverage social media for that's part of their work. So, um, you know, it's just a matter of putting in its right place and you can find a way to do that. You don't have to just say, well, it's too integrated. Therefore I can't do anything about it. No, you can find a way and you can make it work for you. And getting there is really simple. All right, that's cool. We'll start with these kids, man. I don't, it's, it's hitting too close to home for me because I need to probably do that. But um, so, what's what's the first step? So I decide, hey, my kid really needs this. Where, where do I start? Okay, so you can remember the detox like this. I break it down into four simple components. Um, you can remember it like you're going to undo the tech trance. Undo is an acronym. The U stands for unplug cold turkey two weeks. Okay, it needs to be cold turkey. So. I even television is off the table. No tablets, no games. All of it is gone for two weeks. Um, the reason why there's actually science to support this. I didn't know this going into our detox, but after studying it and understanding what was going on in their brains. Um, so the brain is engineered. It's, it's designed to release dopamine, that feel good neurotransmitter when we experience anything pleasurable. Well, the devices that we're handing to our kids, the games, the apps, they're engineered to release such high quantities of dopamine that dopamine receptors are actually numbing out in the brain. So now we've got a situation like any addictive cycle where it requires more dopamine to experience the same amount of pleasure that we once had from less dopamine. So when your kids are looking at these shelves of toys, of books, when you say go outside and play and they say, all of this is boring. If, there's just, if they complain of boredom, if there's not a screen involved, it's not entirely their fault. There is a physiological change that is happening in their brain. Um, and it's related to the dopamine that is coming through like Niagara Falls in their brain. So when you give them, when you do this thing, cold Turkey and you cut it all out, you're resetting those dopamine levels to real life. Now you've got this window of time where your kids can actually get real acquainted, uh, reacquainted with real life and develop in, start to enjoy real life interaction, conversation, things that are a slower pace. So that's why it has to be cold Turkey. The N stands for notice your kids like never before. You're going to study your kids. You're going to see what are their talents? What are their interests? Where do they stay a little longer? Screens are off the table and you're going to feed those things. The things that don't involve a screen that are good that you want them to, to try out, you know, keep doing that. I have to sneeze. This has not happened yet on the podcast. <laughs> okay. It, it, <laughs> it went away. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so notice your kids like never before feed those interests and skills. And even you're going to have a lot of opportunities to identify their weak spots. If your kids can't have back and forth conversation with a cashier or an adult or, or even a friend, if they need help um, with those things, that's great. You know, we, we got to stop viewing these things as only a problem. This is an opportunity to, to give our kids the tools they need to navigate these situations in real life. Um, there's an, a researcher out at MIT who has studied this for decades. And she said that employers are reporting new issues with, with um, kids in their 20s that are entering the workforce. These kids who've been raised staring at their phones, they get stressed out just taking phone calls. 
They get stressed out. They can't make back and forth conversation because they haven't practiced it. So we have this opportunity as parents to study our kids and let them practice and put them in situations where they need to do that. So the D and undo stands for develop a list of screen-free fun ideas. You're going to sit down with your kids at the beginning, right after you break the news to them, they're sad. They're upset. It's okay. You have the long game view. They don't have it yet. Just bring your enthusiasm to the table. You're going to develop a list of ideas for them to do. Okay. For two weeks, you can't do your games. I know it's going to be hard, but let's get ahead of this thing. Let's think. And the purpose of doing this is twofold. Um, number one, you're going to slap that puppy up on the fridge. Your kids complain of boredom. You got to take a work call. You want to finish your workout, whatever you want to do. You're going to be tempted to hand over the tablet, but we want to get in front of that thing. So instead of doing that, you're going to point to the fridge and say, look, pick one of these things, or you can think of something new. Or if you are still complaining of boredom, I have a, a nice pile of laundry that needs to be put away. And I promise you, they will find something to do. <laughs> okay. So the other purpose of making that list is you're showing your kids, they have what they need inside their brain to troubleshoot their boredom. They don't need to numb out. They don't need a device to entertain them. Entertainment out in the real world, entertainment is not a solution to boredom. Guess what? Sometimes jobs are boring. Sometimes school is boring. Sometimes jury duty is boring. That, that's just life. And so we need our kids to develop that. It's, it's really, we're giving them a gift here to how do we negotiate boredom without numbing out? Um, and then the last aspect of the detox is the O, undo. Open the books. You can make a bookworm out of any child. I promise you can. I am a convert to this idea. I thought some kids like to read, some kids don't. That's just the way it is. No, you can change that. You can educate desire in your kids. Some kids take a little more work and effort and matchmaking to get there. I talk about this in the book. All of those letters I broke down, um, they're a chapter in the book, very practical tools for how to do those things. All right, so on the D, I can just hear these kids. All this stuff sounds boring. All the lists, the lists we're making. Um, how, how do you go? How do you overcome that? Do you already have free ideas in there? Do you work with them? How does that part work? Yeah. So first of all, I have a list of a hundred plus free ideas on my website. If you want to, you can go over there, mollydefrank.com and download the those. Um, but you know what? Our kids are operating from a mindset of th they haven't had to do a lot of work. Um, they haven't had to use those imaginations. So if they're not, I mean, it's use it or lose it, right? If they're not brainstorming, troubleshooting boredom, um, working out in the real world with their hands, they're, they're going to need practice. Those muscles are not there. They need to keep, keep doing that and they'll become stronger. So bear with your kids at the beginning here. Um, the interest will come the more they practice it. Let me ask you this. So we're, uh, you have working parents, right? And single moms and things like single dads, how do they go about it? If you can't be there constantly to help them reminder and help out, how, how do you overcome that? That's a really important question. And I'm really glad you asked that because um, so many families, they want to do this, but they feel stuck. Like, well, I want to try it, but I think it's a little out of the range of possibility for me because I'm a single parent or, you know, working from home, what do I do? Take a, I have one parent, I talk about this in the book, she, the first attempt at a detox, she and her husband were both work from home. And this was during COVID, they detoxed their kids. So the kids were on Zoom school and her daughter started screaming when she had to get on a call with her boss. And she's like, I was left with either hand over the iPad or get risk getting fired because I've got a kid screaming. So 
the, the struggle is real, you know, for parents, we've been relying on these technologies, but any type of family can do this. It just, it takes a little bit of planning to get in front of it. So let's talk about single parent families. Um, I recommend for those households, pick, um, see if there's a neighbor, a relative, a grandparent, aunt or uncle who'd be willing to kind of come over and help you through those first couple of days. Some families report that those first couple of days are rough. Um, so see if there's someone who's willing to kind of step in and help you. Or you could see if there's a friend or another family who wants to detox alongside you. Your kids can play together. They can even commiserate together. It's fine. That's great for them to process that. Um, working parents. So I recommend, you know, it, again, a little bit of planning on the front end. Um, find those activities for your kids where they are, they're, um, more likely to play them for longer and save those for those work calls. So this toy, this activity only comes out during this time when you really need it to. Also, just be encouraged that if your kid does not have the boredom negotiation skills, if they don't have the stamina or the patience to sit still, read a book, play right now, that will grow. So if you can start for all these types of families, if you can start on like a Friday night or over a long weekend, Plan it out so that those hard couple days, if they are going to be difficult, are when you're not working um, so that you can kind of help them, give them the tools they can troubleshoot, they can practice, they know what to do when real life hits and you, you got to take the work call. You got to. That's how it happens, right? So I'm sure this has come up. You're going, everything's, you get in a few days and then you relapse, just like with anything else. You have a, what, what do you do? Do you start from square one? How does that go? When you know something's going to come up, you didn't quite get to the two weeks. What do we do there? So I do recommend, especially if your kids are old enough to understand <clears throat> that you've said this thing's going to be two weeks long. If you've given them an end date, we're going cold turkey for this long. And they, you know, you lo and behold, they snuck into the cupboard. They got the iPad. You catch them. Okay. I recommend you start that clock over because you want them to know, no, no. When we say this thing, we mean it. And in order to really enjoy the full effect of that dopamine reset, you need to be, it needs to be gone for two weeks. That said, there is no shame in starting over. If you like the friend I shared about who was working and had to hand over the iPad. Um, if you are in a situation like that and you got to start from scratch, what she did actually was she talked to her husband, they kind of huddled and figured out a new plan and they started over. And the second detox they did was phenomenally successful. She was so glad they did it. Um, so there's no shame in trying and it, having some hiccups and trying again. Um, that said, you know, if you, it's important to parse this out because let's say your kid is going to a friend's house and the mom throws on a, a show for the kids who, that are there, like use your discretion there for us, we do house rules. So if my kids go on a play date at someone's house, I'm not going to impose our house rules there. Um, but you know, if, if the mom plans or the dad plans on letting the kids play Minecraft for six hours, you may want to have a conversation about this thing you're trying or how it's, you know, so, so use some discernment, be gracious when you're talking to people, but you know, if it's a show, a one-off an aunt puts on the TV in the background, I, I mean, I think there is some room for, for some grace. All right. So we, we, we make it through the two weeks. We did it. Um, what's the plan now? What do we do now? What, what happens after two weeks? Great question. I did not leave families hanging on this. The first half of the book is how to get through the two weeks. The second half is how to make a long-term plan to sustain those results. Zero of the families that I have helped have said, we want to eliminate all technology forever. They all have said, we, we enjoy digital 
entertainment even. We we like this. It's just filled in all the spaces. It's taken too much space up in our home. We just want it in its right place. And that's the goal of the whole detox. It's to put technology in its right place. So the second half of the book's book will help you do that. Now, this is going to look a little different for every family, and it should, depending on how old your kids are, depending on even, this was a really interesting thing I found out. And parents, I think, know this intuitively, but studies show that different kids respond differently to different amounts of screen time. So you need to start to kind of view this as dosages. Um, You know, kids with ADHD, kids from trauma backgrounds, they very likely cannot handle as much interactive screen time, gaming, certain apps um, as other kids. So I've noticed this in my own kids. I have six of them, like I mentioned, and some of my kids will do fine on after gaming for 30 minutes or an hour. I have another kid, 15 minutes on that tablet. Oh, Nelly, they are gonzo. Like I can't get that kid back. So for that kid, we took tablets for our younger kids after our detox. We just took away all tablets altogether. They were not serving our family well. They were bringing out the worst in our kids. For our oldest three kids, nine and up, we allow during the school year an hour of interactive screen time on the weekend only once a week. And that has worked really well for our family right now. Now, like I mentioned, this is going to look different for all families. Different families have different ideas of what works. You Parents know your kids better than anyone on the planet. So um, study your kids using your observations from the detox and the tools on the back end of the book. I also have a chapter about well, how do we figure this out with school? So many of our assignments are online um, and that's really important to talk through. Um, and, you know, I, I also, one of the chapters is, it's kind of like a, I compared it to like a ch- line at Chipotle when you're you're picking and saying what you want and you don't want a little bit of this, a lot of that. So I give some ideas about like how to create barriers, um, some friction points for these devices, whether you're physically moving them, having, um, you know, just different rules. So you can take it or leave it, use what serves your family. So I've kind of pulled these things together that have served a lot of families and then let parents choose, customize what works for you. That's perfect. You know, cause everyone's so much different. That's, I hate when you get like these cookie cutter approaches, like, all right, here's one way. It's the only way to do it. Like kids are so much, I mean, you have six of them. I'm sure they're all super different personalities and everything. So yeah, I like the Chipotle analogy. Yeah. So, um, so um, tell people, how, how can they get this book? I know they're all in now. They need to go get this book. Yes, you can find it anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Target.com, Walmart.com, Books A Million. Um, and also when you order the book, I've got a bunch of freebies for you on my website. If you want to come over there, um, I, how to convince a skeptical spouse. If you're all in, you're like, you want to do this thing, but your spouse is like, no, thank you. That sounds hard. <laughs> um, save the marital conflict. Go get this guide on my website. It's free when you order the book. It's, you know, you can hand them this guide. Also, how to break the news to your kids. Um, I break it down by age. I have different guides depending on how old your kids are because that conversation looks different. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to help you. I want to set you up for success because what we've seen is families, parents, want to do this thing, but they don't necessarily feel like they can. And what I just want to encourage your listener with is you absolutely can do this thing. Give it a try. You will not regret it. And I bet it will blow you away. The change in your kids, my kids who cried when I broke the news to them a couple of months later, literally thanked me unpromptedly. They came up and said, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing this for us. So give it a shot. Wow. Yeah, if you're picturing right now, there's no way that's my kid. That's how her kid was right there when she started. So Molly, this is a this is a super important time. You know, they talk about our kids are more connected but lonelier than ever. 
now. So this is something super important to get back that connection, even with, amongst their kids, probably when they're all on their devices, they're not connecting. Now they're probably playing together, doing activities. So very important. Appreciate you doing all that. And you've set people up. Like I said, you've thought of all the steps along the way. You've run into these problems, helped solve it. So get out there and try it and then get those free resources. Don't You don't have to do this alone. Molly's here for you. Absolutely. All right, well, this is very, I'm going to, I'm going to have to detox myself first. I got a 16 year old start there. We'll, we'll see what goes on with that. But, um, yeah. Thanks. This is great information. Please go check out our website as well. I'm going to link that in show notes and go find that book wherever books are sold. They're always out there. Molly, thank you for what you're doing out there. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. All right, you guys make sure you share this episode. I'm sure you're thinking of someone right now. Even if you don't think about your kids, you probably know someone that could use this detox information a lot. Please share that with them, share Molly's book with them and help them to get this information out there. All of our kids are going to be better off with it. So Molly, keep up the good work and we will talk to you later. Thanks so much. See you guys later. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion, optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realit. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, is your child struggling with math? Are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You'll see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. And go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk-free and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. Check them out again, mathnasium.com, madisonal. You know what you need in your life? Some apparel app. It's where I get all my t-shirts and the Hope Dealer stickers there and all my stuff over there. But you can brand just about anything you want there. Whether you have an idea of what you want or you have no idea where to start, they can help you. Go check out their website, apparelab.inc, I-N-K. You, or you can email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use a promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some great products. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.